Hello, and welcome to Voice of the Parrot. I'm Shasta Ray, and welcome to my little pre-episode, if you will. This is kind of like a more in-depth trailer. There's only so much you can cram into about two minutes, so I wanted to go over a few of my goals and visions for this podcast, let you know what I'm planning to do, and what you can expect when you come here, and kind of what it's about. So, just in a nutshell... I've been podcasting for just over three years now. It's been a wonderful hobby for me. It's become a very big part of my life. I really, really love it. And in the middle of this adventure of podcasting, I started keeping birds. So I got Zoltan the Podcast Bird, not quite a year and a half ago. So we'll talk about him later, but he's just a regular little pet shop budgie. Nothing special. They call him an American budgie. And I think I paid $35 for him or something. Anyway, he was totally wild when I got him. I worked with him. And as soon as he was tame enough, I started bringing him to my podcast studio. And he drew his own following. He has a fan base. Hello, Zimbabwe! (laughs) Zoltan sends his love. And uh, so I took a hiatus from that podcast for a while I had a project I worked on a couple of months back, and when I did that project, I brought Zoltan back to the podcast studio with me. He's got his own play stand here, and he's actually got two play stands and his own big screen TV and some of his own DVDs. He likes to watch cartoons and the Brady Bunch and other animation type stuff that has a lot of music and that sort of thing when I'm doing my editing. So when I brought him down here, he went absolutely bonkers bonkers. He was flapping all over the place, flying from one gym to the next and chirping. And you could just tell he was just jazzed up. He missed coming down here with me. He was all excited. This was our time together. This was our special date night every week away from the flock. And sometimes several nights. It just depended on the podcast episode that week and how much editing needed to be done and so forth. Anyway, I was looking at him and I was like, you know, little man, you deserve your own podcast. You're a celebrity out there in in the grand scheme of things. But how do you do that with just a budgie? Because you're going to run out of stuff to talk about, right? And even if it's just my flock, you run out of stuff to talk about. So I was playing around with a couple different podcast apps and directories and doing some searches online. And what I discovered is that there are very, very, very few Uh, and I mean very few that I was able to find anyway, podcasts about the birds that we keep as pets, that we bring into our lives and make part of our family that we love. They are the third most popular pet in the United States. And out of way over 2 million podcasts out there in existence, as I record this early June 2023, It just blew my mind that there was so few podcasts dedicated to the birds that we choose to live with, right? Now, I did find a ton of podcasts about bird calling, bird watching, bird hunting, and then like keeping birds like homesteading. So quail, chicken, geese, ducks, turkeys, that sort of thing. There's a bunch of stuff for those topics, but we're going to talk about all of the birds we love. And even though I just have budgies and I have a cockatiel now, we are going to explore the wide world of birds we live with. So I am going to give a voice, if you will, to all pet birds. And this could be, I want to cover everything from canaries, 
finches, budgies, on up to the big guys, the big macaws, and some of the obscure ones that we see online, but they're harder to find. And then if you do want to research them, it's just hard to find really good information. I plan to have reputable breeders on the show. I'm going to be reaching out to the shelters out there, the bird shelters, the sanctuaries, and I'm going to try to see if I can get some groomers as well as veterinary type staff, veterinarians or uh, maybe vet techs, if anyone is willing to be a guest. I'm going to start actively reaching out to those types in the very near future. I've already talked to a couple of breeders trying to twist their arms on being on. I've got one locked in and uh, we'll go from there. But we're going to have some species specific stuff. We're going to have everything from diet, behavior, training, safety, everything, mishmash, anecdotes, stories, pros, cons, you name it. I want this to be like a a mecca, a place to hang out, to chat about birds, right? And the way that I like to approach podcasting with my own podcasts is kind of like you're sitting there just hanging out and having a good time and it's relaxed. I don't like to be an audio textbook. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be chill. I want it to be a safe place to ask questions. And am I a bird expert? Oh, no, I'm not a bird expert. I have a history with birds, but I am far from being a bird expert. So why would I have a podcast if I'm not an expert? Great question, and I'll tell you why. Sometimes those YouTube channels and the websites and even Facebook groups, sometimes those are just amazing to follow and be a part of and learn from, but sometimes it can be very intimidating to post questions, to ask questions, and then depending on what forum that is, like I've seen it on Facebook a lot, you can just get attacked for some of the simplest questions, right? I'm sure everyone has seen that, and then it just burns you and you don't want to ask questions. Well, I don't think there's any dumb questions, and I do think we've all made dumb mistakes. I would rather have people learn from mistakes that are already completed and over with and in the past than continue to make the same mistakes. And essentially, one of the biggest goals I have for this podcast is that I want to keep birds out of those sanctuaries and out of those shelters. Like, how awesome would it be if we didn't need them, right? But I mean, I know there's always going to be a need for facilities like that, but they're overloaded and a lot of birds end up there for the wrong reasons. People get them as an impulse purchase or they seem cool, but they're, they're not fully informed. Maybe they just pick a bird or a type of bird that isn't a good fit for them. Maybe the information that they researched wasn't out there like it needed to be to make an educated decision. There's all kinds of reasons birds end up in shelters. Sometimes it's very mundane, like you have a health issue or you have to move and you can't take them or you're moving. Stuff like that happens. That's always going to be the case, so we'll always need those people that run those shelters. But I'm sure that they have a lot of anecdotes and a lot of do's and don'ts and wisdom to be shared. So I'm going to be reaching out to them to see how we can make their jobs easier. And when they do have a job to do, we can use them as a resource, right? I mean, a lot of people go to a breeder first and foremost. They go to pet shops. They go to Craigslist. That's another place I'd like to see birds not be is Craigslist or um, Facebook Marketplace. Those aren't really good places to sell or 
buy pets. Sometimes it happens. And sometimes there's some groups out there that are very responsible. People can post. I'm in one for my state that tries to really be responsible about giving people a, a way to post for trades or if they have to give up a pet or something and keep the frauds out of there. But ideally, those aren't really the best places. So here again, one of my biggest goals is keep birds out of the shelters, out of the sanctuaries, off of Facebook, off of Craigslist, and well, hey, for that matter, out of their cages. Like some birds end up in their cages their whole lives and they don't get out enough. So I want people interacting with their little friends and realize that these creatures are your friend. They're not just a pet or a decoration. They can be a very, very, very bonded little friend to you. And you have no idea if you've not tapped into this kind of love, what it can do for you, what it can do for your psyche, and just your perception. They are just amazing, especially if you have anxiety problems or some depression problems or anything. Sometimes caring for a little cheerful animal may be what you need. They can be an emotional support animal by all means. Holy cow, I use mine that way all the time. They make my life better. They make me better. Anyway, back to why we're doing this podcast. I have been keeping birds as a hardcore, dedicated effort in my adult life for just over a year, not quite a year and a half. I got Zoltan early March 2022. I did have a parakeet a budgie. Actually, it was an English budgie for a very short span of time as a teenager. And then I had one as a kid for a short span of time. And I had a grandmother that kept them. So what I thought I would do as an intro to this podcast to kind of get the ball rolling, maybe draw a little interest and get everyone familiar with me and how I do things and how I think is I'm going to do a dedicated episode on myself and my history. And then one for each of my flock members, because doing that will really emphasize and drive home the point. Each bird is its own individual personality, and they are just as unique as we are as people. It's very easy to go, oh, well, if I had five budgies, they would all just be five budgies, right? Oh my gosh, you cannot imagine how much of individuals, even five budgies that are the same color can be. They are all different. And then that goes for every species of bird out there. So there's generalized characteristics of each species. And then within a species, each bird is its own bird. It is its own unique character. They are just incredible. They're very intuitive. They are incredibly smart. I mean, the intellect level on these animals is through the roof. You wouldn't think it sometimes, but it is. And the more you get to know them and interacting with them, the more that comes out and becomes apparent to you. It's just an incredible thing to live with and experience, and it's joyful. It's just amazing. And then all of that goodness aside, right? <laughs> I could go on just about the awesomeness of just budgies. Oh my gosh. I want to cover topics like diet, making healthy diet for a bird, easy and accessible no matter who you are and where you live. And then of course, behaviors, do's, don'ts, ins and outs, the why, everything. Everything that I have been researching for the past over a year, I want to pass all these resources on to you. Because the other thing that I 
am really good at is being an educated consumer. So I have done tons and tons and tons of homework on price comparisons, quality. I've had some failures on products I've bought, you know, so I know what to buy. I'm not going to slam anyone out there, but I'm going to promote all the stuff that I use that I really like and that makes my life a lot easier because let's face it, no matter how much we love our birds, we're still very busy. We lead busy lives and we need things that can just help make keeping our birds a lot easier too. Make sure we get it right the first time, especially with stuff like diet and safety and toys and all that good stuff. So I have already set up an Amazon affiliate account, right? So I can do some affiliate marketing and that's going to all go towards supporting the podcast. Believe me, it is a tiny percentage. They, I won't be retiring any anytime quick on my affiliate marketing links. I hope to get some accounts with other companies as I go so that I can refer stuff to you. And then in that effort, if it's something you're looking for anyway, you purchase through a link. I get a tiny little sliver. It helps me put this podcast on. It helps me be a functioning member of the bird keeping community out there and maybe I can just be a really great mecca a place for you to go in order to find some really great stuff be informed see what's going to work for you and by all means help you interact with your birds to the best way possible it's very important so the other thing I noticed is because there's not many bird keeping podcasts out there I may not have a big percentage of my possible listener base that is real familiar with podcasts. It's kind of a new thing in the grand scheme of things. It hasn't really gotten super popular until very recent years. So one nice thing is I am going through a company called Podbean for my hosting, and this allows me to hook up my social media to my hosting account so it will post a link to my Twitter to my Facebook page, and I have Facebook and Twitter dedicated to this podcast already, as well as my YouTube. So it's going to create what's called an audiogram. You may be seeing that right now, and it's just basically a still picture with my audio file attached, meaning my podcast episode. A podcast is basically a recording. It's just an audio file that's out there. It's kind of like a radio show that you can take with you. You don't have to be tied to a certain time of day or day of the week. It's a recording much like YouTube without the video. But there are podcasts coming out with video, so that's becoming a thing too. In recent years, some people like to do that. I'm not quite there yet, and I am still posting stuff out on my YouTube, just getting used to that. It's not I'm 55 years old, so I'm still kind of getting into this social media thing and promoting myself that way. New world to me. So if you're willing to hang in there with me as I grow, that would be awesome. I think one of the easiest ways to reach people right now is if you're already a YouTube fan and you're already checking stuff out and you've seen some of my videos already. I've been posting a lot of shorts lately. I'm not bombarding the airwaves out there too much. They say you're supposed to do that. I'm, I'm ramping up to it, I guess. I guess I have to bug everyone all the time. <laughs> anyway, what I've been doing with my YouTube is just kind of posting some little short, cute stuff. It's, you know, something to brighten your day and smile at. I haven't really put anything super informative out. I started it, I was calling it the Flying Mouse Chronicles because I call budgies 
a little flying mouse. They're a tiny little bird that breeds like crazy and they fly all over the place and they're small. So flying mouse. And nobody really seemed to get it and it didn't catch on. So when I came up with the idea of giving a voice to parrots everywhere, voice of the parrot, I changed the name. You may have seen that happen. And everything is going to have my brand on it. I'm also going to be releasing an Etsy shop to help support this. When I do have merch, I will sell it over there. I may have some other avenues as I go, but Etsy's a good place to start. And I'm not going to have just the normal t-shirts, coffee mugs, and tote bags. I'm going to have some really cool stuff over there, some digital download products. I also have a digital download shop link on my website. I'll get to that in a second. But that's a really good place to get a person's feet wet. And I thought I can reach people that way that may not hear the podcast and then they'll have access to the podcast that way. And the whole Etsy shop is going to be dedicated to birds and things with birds on it and bird themed stuff and useful stuff. And I may have my own line of products that I'm working on. Rumor has it. So we'll see where it goes. But Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. I will announce it on the podcast when that goes into effect. And then last but not least, I have started a website dedicated to this podcast. It's a very simple website as we speak. I don't know if I'll expand it immediately. All you have to do is go over to voiceoftheparrot.com. Right there on the homepage, I've got a link that will take you to the podcast episodes, big green button. I also have a big green button, support the show. That will take you to my buy me a coffee page. Everything goes to support the show. It's much appreciated. If you like what I'm doing, thanks in advance. I know it's kind of early right now, but as we go, keep that in mind. And then I also have a blog on that website. I am terrible at blogging. Holy cow, like I said, I'm 55. I'm still learning the ropes with all this. Although I have been podcasting for three years, I'm still learning how to juggle all this other stuff and tie it all together. So what I thought I would do with the blog, actually, is I will put all of the podcast episode show notes there because, as I said, I'm going to be posting affiliate marketing links for Amazon. You will pay the same amount you will anyway, but you'll know what to buy. And it supports the podcast. So I will put whatever I talk about on the blog post with the episode and date and all that good stuff. So it's really easy to find. What I've also noticed about podcasting is depending on how you listen to an episode is how you can access the show notes. Sometimes different podcast apps on your phone or your mobile device displays things differently. Sometimes you have to hunt around for stuff like that, or you have to dig for it. Not all of them are the same. So I've run into in the past people not knowing how to access show notes. One of the easiest ways with me is I'll just put it on the blog. So you can always find stuff at voiceoftheparrot.com. Also on every page, at the very bottom of every page on that website are all my social media links. Go explore that. You can follow however works best for you. So the best way is Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or your favorite podcast app. And speaking of that, as I record this, I'm going to start releasing all of my episodes before I register to be in any podcast directories. So if you look for me out on like the Apple Podcasts or the iTunes, I think maybe they change it to iTunes Podcasts now, Google Podcasts, all of that. I am not going to be out there 
quite yet. I will be, but one of the best things to get promoted in the new podcast directories is to have a few of them already recorded and be underway and have some listens under your belt and then start applying. And then some of these have really great directories. The other best way you can show your support without having to do much right now is if you're listening on YouTube or you find me on YouTube, give this a like, leave me a friendly comment, let me know where you're listening from, where you live, what kind of birds you have. I would love to know who's out there and who's listening. And if, hey, by any chance, if you've got a topic you want me to look into or cover or discuss, put that out there, let me know what it is, and then subscribe to the YouTube channel. As soon as I hit 1,000 subscribers, which takes a while to do, I know I have to work up to that, but as soon as I get that many subscribers, then I can start getting a little bit of kickback from their advertising, and then that helps also. One thing that will help get me seen by other people with similar interests is hit that like, leave me a comment, and then, hey, if you're interested in this, absolutely subscribe or use that share button and share it. By all means, spread the love. I would appreciate it. Yay! All right, so enough of the self-promotion and begging. I think that's all I've got for you this time. I think that's a good overview of what I'm going to do and what you can expect here. Oh, I didn't go over format. Let's talk about format. As I record this, one of the trendy things that they say to do out there in social media and YouTube and this, that, and the other thing, blogging, blah, blah, blah. The big trend that's clickbait is the top 10 list. Top 10 things to feed your bird. Top 10 things to do to train your bird. Top five dangers that you shouldn't do, whatever. Top five most dangerous, you know, there's all this. Some of those, those things that come up like on your Google feed and uh, whatever you know, just article feeds and stuff, and you click it and it's kind of a slideshow thing. I've noticed some of those to be really, really, really inaccurate when it comes up with bird stuff. It's very, very generalized. And then they're really guilty. Some of those are really guilty of listing the type of bird, but the picture doesn't match. <laughs> so it gets very confusing out there. I really hope that I can connect some dots and um, provide very sound very trustworthy information. But instead of following trends, what I think I'm going to do is more of a random approach. I already have a lot of my topics written down. I've been saving them, things I want to discuss, good starter topics, things that are easy, things that I've researched. And I may just do a random draw out of a jar and then we'll discuss a couple of different things each time. So on each episode, I might draw and you may get a safety tip and a diet tip or a behavior tip and an anecdote or something. So I might mishmash it up and keep it always different. So it's always fresh, but no matter what, I want it to be like we're hanging out together. We're having a good time. There's no hard feelings towards anyone. And when we do have hard topics out there and everyone's scared to discuss them, like wing trimming and how much time they have to be in and out of a cage every day, or do you even have a cage? I have seen a lot of hate out there in groups and posts on other social media, things like that. Even some social media presenters and creators out there get very, very, very opinionated and some of that I would like to just answer with very honest, 
frank answers based on truth. And I want to find experts to ask first. I don't want to present myself as an expert. But when I do have something that's opinion, I will let you know when it's my opinion based on fact. And when I do find facts, I will state that too. So I want you to be able to trust everything as well as feel safe to come here and ask questions. I'm not going to put anyone down and I'm not going to make fun of you. I have seen this happen over and over and over. And I think that's what really tears up a really good potential Facebook group is the attitudes of others. So beware, you need to play nice in order to hang out here. And last but not least, this is the most important thing. You are all invited to hang out here. Every time I have an episode, please hang out with me. Let's make this a fun place. It doesn't matter if you've just got your first bird and you're just trying to navigate all new bird stuff, or maybe you've been keeping birds for a long time. Maybe you're just on the fence whether or not you should get a bird. You're trying to find information. Or maybe you're one of the experts out there. I want this to be a place to hang out for everyone. And I really want this podcast and my YouTube channel to be able to kind of tie everybody together and make this a fun enjoyable and factually accurate place to be with options not every not every person has the same things to their disposal some people have different budgets so i want to make every aspect of bird keeping available to everybody and make it easy for everyone to have success stories yay we all want success stories so keep that in mind And um, yeah, I think this has been a really great episode and uh, right at my target time frame too. I think I want my episodes between 15 to 30 minutes on the average. If I have a guest on, we'll probably go over that. That's when things get chatty usually. And I recorded this one by myself today. In the future, we will be joined by none other than my favorite little feathered co-host, Zoltan, the podcast bird. Oh my gosh, he is so cute and he is so much fun. And until then, I am going to wish you a great week. Don't forget to show up next time. And we're going to do the, the meet and greet series with my whole flock. my What my history is and what their history is and what each of us is all about and who we are. I hope to make it fun and enjoyable and they will be my personal anecdotes. After that, we will get into the regular episodes and we'll have a good time together. Thanks for joining me on this little pre-episode, and I can't wait to get started with you. Have a great one, everyone.